This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. One of the worst things you have to deal with as a safety professional, at least in my opinion, is withholding information when people withhold information from you. So today's episode, Withholding Information, today on Safety Wars with Jim Polzin. One of my pet peeves is when I have to deal with people who deliberately withhold information from me and from other safety people. Not only is it a form of bullying, but it also puts you and the workforce at risk, your career, their safety. It prevents you from doing assessments, enforcing rules and policies, but also leading the workforce. It places undue stress on you, and when the Gluvno hits the fan, the safety department or you get left holding the dirty end of the stick. As usual, it wouldn't be a Safety Wars episode without stories. I have two of them, even though I have many on this, but I'll give you two. First story is when I was working on an environmental cleanup project for many years. It had a specific contaminant that was very unique, and the job was coming to a close. I was looking to line up another project. This one was going to be in an exotic location with the same contaminant. As a matter of fact, the second cleanup was the facility that took over from the first job that we just mentioned 60 years before this. So, they needed a health and safety plan for that cleanup. I gathered up all of the information from the project, but unknowingly to me, certain information was missing. The junior project engineer that was in charge of getting all the safety stuff together refused to give me information. I didn't know about it at the plan. I wrote the plan, presuming it was the same type of site, same cleanup process, the same contaminants, and with all the other particulars. Turns out I was right in the end. He reviewed the plan and wrote a nasty gram saying, take this out, take that out. Seemed like the whole plan was one big huge red mark, page after page after page. I revised the plan, then sent it back up the line and guess what happened? It got past them, but when it came to the final review, guy gets in it, and all the final reviewer says, Dude, you're supposed to have this in it, you're supposed to have this, this contempt, blah, blah, blah. Basically, everything that I was told to take out was in there. Being a safety guy, I save everything. So I saved all the documents, showed it to this, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? I was the one that got into trouble. Because I should have known that this guy was lying to me. Guy gets away scot-free. When I went up and I said, look, why did you do this? He said, well, this is all baloney, the safety stuff. The contaminant didn't have an odor, so there was nothing nothing to worry about. No one would know anything. Now you just blew the budget for that job. Right? And plus, he would not be on that job site. I would not be exposed to this contaminant, so he didn't care. Didn't matter to him. It's a pretty fouled up situation there. So, came down to money and being comfortable. This guy had no conscience. He didn't want to inconvenience the workforce. I don't know, but this is what it came down to. Putting people at risk. Second story, not as elaborate, but pretty messed up, is, I think, more common. So you're on a site. Could be any type. It could be a manufacturing site, construction site, environmental cleanup, shipyard, what have you. So, that's when a project manager 
deliberately keeps you out of meetings just to keep you off balance so you're continuously playing catch-up with low-level stuff that can be handled if you had the right information to begin with. That's another form of bullying. So, what happens here? What happens in the safety plan, the safety department, everything you're doing, the culture? You can't do the right thing. You can't make assessments, make policies, place controls, make rules. And I'm not a rule maker, but you know, sometimes you gotta have certain rules. You can't protect your employer and you cannot protect the workforce. That's what you're there for, is to protect people. So what do you do about this? One, make sure you keep records on everything. Those email chains, phone logs, text messages, very, uh, it's very important. You have to be assertive, stand up for yourself, have a backbone, say, look, I need to be in these meetings. I need to know what's going on here. Why? So I can better do my job because I tell you what, the worst thing is to have a catastrophic incident where someone get hurt, they don't go home to their families, they're diminished as an employee, diminished as a person because somebody didn't include you in a meeting because someone decided, hey, we're not gonna go, we're not gonna plan for hazards. Everything is great, no one's gonna get hurt. We're gonna gamble. We're gonna gamble like we're playing the craps table here. We're gonna roll the dice every time. That's not a situation you wanna be in to do that. Because I tell you what, you know who's going to be blamed in the end? It's gonna be the safety person. Who's gonna pay the price? The worker that gets hurt. The company that gets a lawsuit. The company that's held liable for things. The regulatory oversight. All this stuff is a drain. Here's something else to consider. You have a project budget, especially if you're a small business. You have a project budget. It could be a big business. Where do all of these costs come out of for paying for all of this? Those are tracked on a different line item that probably has nothing to do with this budget. So the person making these decisions, getting people hurt, setting up a unsafe work environment, crapping on your corporate culture and everything else will never see the penalty of what he has done. It's usually a man that does it, not a woman. So they'll never see the uh, uh, consequences. So they'll never have to deal with them. They'll be on their next job at their next company or money will come out of some other line item on the budget. This is especially dangerous if you're working on a federal project, right? We've talked about in previous episodes of people making decisions that have no liability. Well, guess what? Federal project manager on a federal project has no liability. They're a government employee. Very strong protections. And guess what? They'll make decisions. And I have a whole nother story for that. That you folks are going to love. It was a 25-year story in the making. And guess what? The people were never held responsible. So... What's the moral of the story? You gotta win the safety war. You need information to do that. If you don't, you have to get that information, pursue that information. For safety wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. 
No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.